One of the biggest obstacles couples face when beginning their fertility journeys is cost. That's why today we're joined by Yolanda Guy, as well as our usual doctors, Molina Dial and Maureen Schulte from SIRM St. Louis. Yolanda is a financial counselor at SIRM and will help us navigate the money side of fertility. This is All Things Fertility. I'm your host, Caitlin White. So Molina, how about we start with you? Can you tell me about your relationship to Yolanda? How do doctors work with financial counselors? Well, financial counselors uh, tend to be a very integral part of a practice. So the way we typically rely on financial counselors is that a physician, let's say Dr. Schulte or myself, will see a patient. And oftentimes after reviewing their history, we come up with a treatment plan. And sometimes it's not even, we're not even at the stage of treatment, but we're even just at the diagnostic level. Um, and then we rely on Yolanda to reach out to those, those patients and couples to basically explain, you know, are diagnostics covered by insurance? If they're not covered, what are the costs? And certainly for treatment, financial counselors go over the, the same sort of information. So we rely quite a bit on Yolanda and other financial counselors for that. Yolanda, from your perspective, what is the role of a financial counselor in the fertility setting? The role of a financial counselor, we go over and explain insurance benefits and coverage to the patients. Once we have a treatment plan from the doctors, then we go over the cost and if insurance is covered and the financial options for the patient for any treatment. So with all the different types of treatment, how do you figure out what the cost for each one will be? So everybody's journey is different. And so the costs are driven by the individual's diagnosis and their treatment protocol. Now let's talk insurance. Does it cover costs? And if so, what does it cover and what doesn't it when it comes to fertility treatments? So you have some insurances that only cover a patient's diagnostic testing versus their treatment and then you have some that cover diagnostic and treatment. So it depends on the patient's plan and their benefits. Are there any states that mandate coverage for infertility? Yes, there are many Mm -hmm. states that provide coverage for patients, but in our area, Illinois is um, one of them. Oh, that's great to hear. And I was going to say that since the 1980s or so, I believe there are 16 states that have passed laws that require insurers to cover um, or at least offer coverage for infertility, both diagnosis and treatment. That's awesome. And someday we'll get 50, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So Yolanda, what if more than one IVF cycle is recommended? How does that affect cost? So that affects cost in the sense that the patient has to determine if they want to do more than one cycle and how they're going to cover the cycle. If they have insurance, then there's not a problem. We just contact insurance, verify benefits, obtain authorizations if required. If they are a self-pay patient, then we give them financial options. We have a multi-cycle program that we offer our patients that has two or three egg retrievals and transfers. So they have the option to look into those as well for multi-cycles. 
Now, talking money, especially when it comes to medical procedures, is never really anyone's idea of a fun time. How do you communicate all this information to your patients? So once they've had their new patient consult or they've finished all their diagnostic testing, then I meet with them either in person or via phone and discuss the treatment plan that the doctor has talk with them and that the nurses talk with them about. And I inform them of what their insurance covers or what it doesn't cover. And then I go over the pricing of the packages with them. And I think what's really nice about our office is that we do have Yolanda and our financial counselors available because every patient is different. Mm -hmm. So some patients want to meet with Yolanda on the same day. And some patients want to wait until their treatment plan is solidified mm-hmm. and have a follow-up meeting with um, at, a, at a different date. Because once you have your initial consultation, sometimes your head is spinning mm-hmm. because it's a lot of information. And so some patients prefer just to, just to go home and think about what the physician has recommended and then, you know, come back to have their financial consult via phone or like Yo said, in person. And I think that's, you know, really nice that we're flexible and able to provide them with uh, what suits them best. Great. And Yolanda, sounds like we have a lot of different options. When it comes to payment, are there any payment plans available? No, not necessarily. We don't technically have like a payment plan. It just depends on what financial option that you choose to take. There are other options. There are uh, fertility grants that are out there that are available to couples or patients. There are special fertility associated loans that that patients can have. And it's through at least the loan structure that they have payment plans. So they, they don't necessarily have payment plans to the practice, but they do indirectly, perhaps through a loan. Yolanda, do you have any more information about those loans? So we have three main lending clubs that we recommend to our patients. Um, We have health credit services, we have lending club, we have CAPEX MD, and we give our patients that information and we instruct them to do research on each company to see which one fits their financial needs. So Yolanda, is there anything you would recommend to patients who are financially preparing for fertility treatments? I think that I would recommend to them is to do their research to see if there are financial options. If they are looking at insurance coverage, make sure to talk with their benefits person at their job to see if this is a benefit that the company could offer or if they do offer it. And that way they'll know as far as insurance goes if they have this coverage or not. If they do not have this coverage through insurance, I would just say that they need to start a, say, for instance, a account for fertility to be able to move forward when it's time to move forward. We know that fertility itself is a very stressful situation, and then when you add the financial aspect uh, or component to the entire process, that can definitely add a whole new dimension. And mm-hmm. you know, the purpose behind a lot of these 
sort of plans, whether they are multi-cycle plans or single cycle, meaning like multiple IVF cycles versus one IVF cycle versus the grants or the loans, they're all there in order to provide the most comprehensive choice to patients to try to make it as easy as possible. We know that it is a very difficult process to go through, and it's people like Yo and financial counselors who try to really help them along the way and kind of guide them in the best way that they think is possible for those patients. Well, thank you all so much for taking time to break down this side of the fertility process for us. I know it's never fun to talk money, but it is so important. That was, of course, our doctors, Molina Dial and Maureen Schulte from SIRM St. Louis, joined by financial counselor Yolanda Guy. To learn more about the team at SIRM St. Louis or to schedule an appointment, visit stlouisfertilitycenter.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, find more like it in our podcast library and be sure to give us a like and a follow if you do. This has been All Things Fertility. I'm your host, Caitlin White. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next time.